It was the best of times, it was the worst of times. It was the age of wisdom, it was the age of foolishness. It was the spring of hope, it was the winter of despair. It was the Denny's hearty breakfast skillet. This is 20 Questions Tuesday, the podcast where one guy asks another guy 20 questions. I'm David Brunel Brutman. And I'm breathy-voiced siren of the air, David Reinstrom. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> is that your official radio, um... Uh, Apparently, that's my own nom de radio now? this week. Yeah. No, I just realized that when I said 20 questions, I said it all breathy-like, like I was a... Oh. Like a bombshell from the 40s. Well, I didn't even notice, though you are... 20 questions, Mr. President. Like that. You are a bombshell from the 40s in my heart for all time, David. Thanks, babe. No telling when I'll go off inside your heart. Yep. <laughs> causing untold damage. It's sort of a nightmare scenario. It's kind of mm. like, uh, you know, that part in Batman where the guy has the bomb in him that the Joker put in there and he's got a cell phone? Sure. It's, you know it's what, sort of like that. You know where I was going with that? Mm. You know the part in Bedknobs and Broomsticks where Dr. Emilius Brown is staying in an old mansion because there's an, a piece of unexploded ordnance in front of it? Is this a book? I no, haven't have you never seen, read have this. You, it's a ridiculous movie uh, from probably, I think, I'm going to say 1970. Um, maybe 1971. So there are no 40s bombshells in this movie. No, but it takes place in the 40s. It's it's Angela Lansbury plays uh, a witch who's learned to do witchcraft by mail, uh, and she lives out in the English countryside, and these three extremely irritating Cockney children are sent to stay with her. These goddamn Cockney children. Have you never seen this? No, I haven't. Uh, you know, it hasn't aged well. <laughs> there are some There are some songs in it that are great. Okay. Oh, it's a musical. It's kind of all over the place. It's like Disney really wanted to recreate the exact magic of Mary Poppins. Oh, it's a Disney musical. Yes, it's a Disney movie musical from like 1971. And Angela Lansbury plays this witch. And uh, the dad from Mary Poppins plays this charlatan magician. And these three kids use this magic uh, bed with this magic bed knob. And then they travel around on the bed and have adventures. It sounds like kind of a shitty mashup of Narnia and Mary Poppins. That's the impression sure. that I'm getting. And at the end, uh, Miss Price, the witch, uses the power of magic and friendship to repel uh, a Nazi invasion of, like, Devonshire. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. So maybe a little bit of Hellboy in there? Uh, Nazis yeah. versus the occult? Yeah. Oh, man. Now I want to see a gritty <laughs> reboot of Bedknobs and Broomsticks. All right. Let's make it's this. Weird. It's weird. No, no, no. No. It's weird. I've never I've never started to vomit mid-sentence before now. <laughs> but as soon as you said gritty remake, the bile just started rising in your throat. You know how in um, The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, the, the second worst poet in the universe, the Vogon poet... Uh, right was doing a poetry recital and his organs rose up in protest to strangle him. It was sort of like <laughs> yes. that. I had an idea so terrible <laughs> that my my body decided to rise in vengeance. Okay, let us stop discussing our hands mm. and instead discuss 20 Questions Tuesday. Let us Because do that I've very thought thing. of a thing, David. All right. Well, before we do that, let's go over the rules. Let's do that. Count me off. One. 
I will think of a thing. Two! David will ask only yes or no questions to narrow down the nature of the thing. Three! If David exceeds 20 questions, the game and reality as we know it is over. No more than 20 questions are permitted. Four! If David correctly guesses the thing in fewer than 20 questions, he wins the game, and we all get to live for another week. Five! To ride the worm, you must become the worm. So good. Are you ready? Did you like my Aziz Ansari impression? Is that what that was? Hey, Ron! What do you think of this puppy? You like this puppy? That's pretty good. Thank you. It, it, I thought you were doing an elf. Oh. I mean, Aziz is... I, I, I would describe him at times as elfin. Sure. Right? That's reasonable. A small and extremely irritating elf. All right, we're going to do an edition of this podcast where... Mm you play every character from Parks and Recreation <laughs> by yourself. Was that, a, was that recognizably Nick Offerman? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yes, I've been working on it for so long. Yeah, yeah, that was that was pretty good, I thought. I don't know, we'll okay. have to see what the listeners think. I thought it was sure. solid. I got it. And remember, listeners, if you want to send us uh, suggestions... For, for dumb voices, episodes, for dumb voices, icebreakers, and for icebreaker questions. Uh, find us on Facebook or find us on Tumblr. Our Tumblr is twenty questions Tuesday.tumblr.com, and you can find us on Facebook by searching David for twenty questions Tuesday. Very good, listeners. This is my promise to you. Mm. If you write in to us a voice, any voice. I will attempt it on the podcast as long as it is not racist. That is my absolute 100% ironclad promise. That's a 20 questions Tuesday promise, friends. David. Hmm. It's time to ask your first question. Very well. Let us begin. Is it made of wood? No. Is it made of a log? No. Is it made of the bendy kind no, of log? No, it's not made of the bendy kind of log. Is it alive? Yes. Okay. Uh, is it a vertebrate? Yes. Is it a mammal? Yes. Is it a human being? Yep. A specific human being? Uh, not a specific human being. Uh, a type of human being? Definitely a type of human being. Okay. But a little like more specific than that. An anonymous person of a profession, perhaps? Uh... Yes. A generic person who is of a type. Uh, yes, but not actually generic. Anonymous, uh, but not generic. Okay. And they, they can uh, they can develop a name over the course of this uh, of this scenario. Is something terrible happening to this person? Not terrible. Okay. Bad. Something bad. Oh. <clears throat> uh, is this person? Uh, in a specific country? Uh, I'm going to say yes. There, okay. are, there are multiple options, so if you guess any correct option, I will give you a yes. Is Russia? Nope. Is North Korea? No. Is America? Sure. Is Canada? Canada's also an option. Is Mexico? No, Mexico's not an option. Okay. Um... And it doesn't matter if it's a man or a woman. It does. It does matter. Is it a woman? Yep. Okay, it's a lady in North America, possibly. Sure. 
is is this woman of a particular profession? Definitely. Okay. Uh, a uh, a profession that requires a graduate degree? No, I don't think so. Okay. Uh, does it require a degree? I mean, it depends on who you ask. I'm going to say no. Okay. Uh, is it a trade? Is it a trade? I would not describe it as a trade. Is it manual labor? No. But it's a technical. So then it's a technical thing. Uh. Hmm. Mm, to say yes would be misleading. Does it involve operating machinery? No, no machinery is involved. A vehicle? Nope. Well, Does it take, no, there hmm. there might be a vehicle involved, but Does it take to say there was in... to say the the primary uh, the the primary task of the profession was operating a vehicle would be misleading. Okay. Uh, does this take place in the present? Yes, it takes place in the present day. In an office? No. In a place of business? Sure, in a place of business. In a city? Yeah. A specific city? No. Um, in a... Is this person in the service industry? Uh, no, I would not describe this as a service profession. Uh, entertainment? No, definitely not entertainment. And not industry? Nope, not industry. Then by God, what else is there, thump? Um, let's see. Well, you know, you, you gotta expand your horizons here. Does this person have a job? Yes. Okay. Does she fight crime? No. Is she a good guy? No. She's a she's a villain? Yeah. Uh, like a super villain? No. Like a... Just a criminal? Uh, I mean, closer to supervillain than criminal, but supervillain is definitely misleading. Does she have combat training? I don't think so, no. Is she deft and nimble? Mmm, I doubt it. Does she steal stuff? Uh, no. Does she beat people up? No. But she does stuff that's illegal. Uh, in this scenario, no. You wouldn't download a car, David. Uh, I can download whatever I want. Well, that's stealing. Um, okay, so They in this emailed, scenario, a, uh, what did they email to the space station? A, a wrench. A wrench. They emailed a wrench to the space station. I can download a car if I want. <laughs> you wouldn't download a wrench, said the MPAA. I'll download all the wrenches I like. Nobody's downloading any wrenches or cars or... There's no cards here. Are there computers involved? Mm, I mean, only in the vaguest sense. So I should say that this person has both a profession and a job. And they are not... They are related, but they are not the same thing. And thus far, I have been answering questions based on the profession. So I have to figure out what this woman is doing. Yes. Do I have to figure out where she is more specifically? Uh, yes, somewhat. Is she employed to be in a building? I wouldn't say she's employed to be in a building. Is she self-employed? Yes. She is electing to be in this building. She is electing to be in a building. And somehow profiting from it. And definitely profiting from it. However, there's a twist. Is she a con artist of some kind? Nope. 
I mean, it depends on your philosophical point of view, but not in the traditional sense. Does she work in finance? Heyo. No. Let's see. If she's not in business, industry, the trades, or a profession, or service. And again, this is the profession, not the job. Right. right. Is it a specific building? Yeah. In a specific city? No. Uh, a bank? Nope. A movie theater? Nope. A commonly trafficked civic place? Nope. An abandoned building? Nope. This building is fully operational. A place of commerce? Yeah. A mall? No. A store of some kind? A store of some kind. A specific kind of store? A specific kind of store. A jewelry store? Nope. A grocery store? Nope. A furniture store? Nope. A technology store? Nope. A shoe store? Nope. A clothing store? Nope. A butt store? Mm, good guess, but no. She, J-store. She does not work at the butt store. Does she work at J-store? Well, I don't even know what that means. You know, the academic publishing <laughs> repository. Oh, wow. That, that database. Deep cuts. Nope. Yeah, thanks, man. <sighs> Sick pun, bro. Thanks, bro. Ugh, I'm getting all exercised trying to figure out what is going on. Okay, uh, and keep in mind that while you are asking about what kind of store it is, that is related to the job, not the profession. Is she working security? Nope. She's not doing anything illegal, but she's a criminal. No, she's not a criminal. I thought you said she was a criminal. I did not say she was a criminal. Oh, I but said she's a bad. That she's a bad guy. She was a bad guy, and uh, there is, in some places, uh, the things that she practices are illegal. Is she in a place where what she is practicing is not illegal? Yes, in the place where she is, what she's doing is perfectly 100% legal. Is she a lady of the evening? No. Uh, is she a holistic medic? Uh, you're getting way close. Okay, so see, she's a charlatan of some kind. Uh, but she's not. what she's doing is not illegal. She's just peddling some kind of new agey bullshit that doesn't actually work, but she doesn't think she's doing anything bad. She is definitely peddling new agey bullshit. Whether or not it works, uh, who can say? So she's a salesman. Um, uh, that is the job, arguably. But the profession is that she is a clergyman. No. She's some sort of cult enthusiast. Mm, getting pretty close. A druid. Very close. A druidess. No. Uh, a, a witch. A witch. She's a witch. Her profession is a witch. Okay. However, her job is a salesperson at a store. Oh, she's a door-to-door sales witch. No. She is a sales witch at a kiosk. No. We've already established she's at a store. Is she like one of the ladies at the perfume counter in Bergdorf Goodman? <laughs> does she have like? She, does she, she just like a comes sales up witch? to you unsolicited and sprays witchcraft in your eyes. Yeah, she'll just hex you and be like, "This is obsession by Calvin Klein." And then you immediately start making out with the person to your right. <laughs> Poof! 
I like this scenario, but no. Okay. Does she work in a department store? That'd be really cute because she has a little hat. Nope. Little cat. Nope. Little bat. I mean, there might be hats and cats and bats, but they're not because this is a department store. Oh, ich liebe hats and cats and bats. Ja, sag hats and cats and bats. Sehr lustig. Um. Absoluten Grafs, cats and hats and bats. She has her own shop. She has her own shop. Okay, that's what I was missing. Is she's the proprietor of a like a witchcraft shop? Not a witchcraft shop. An occult bookstore. Uh, yeah, kind of. Let's. Uh, I'm gonna give it to you. It's a new age a bo- bookstore. A new age bookstore. Okay, because the next thing I was gonna guess was a botanica. Have you ever been in one of those? No, it sounds sinister. It's a uh, Santeria shop. Yep. My suspicions are confirmed. You can buy these oils and candles that have various magical effects. I hope this isn't racist. Can you buy chickens? Um, not at the ones in Chicago, at least. Okay. It's not, yeah. So far in the center, in the, um, the botanicas that I've been in, they're not, they're not really that Santeria-y. They're still pretty Catholic-seeming. Okay. Yeah, for, so for any like, listeners who don't know, Santeria is uh, basically voodoo Catholicism. Right. Uh, so the the syncretism with, like, West African... Uh, like, traditional voodoo, medicine yeah, isn't, and isn't so advanced in, this, in these Mexican places such that they would proceed all the way to, like, chicken-killing folk magic. Okay. It's more like there are votive candles with various images of saints and and the Virgin of Guadalupe and all these different effects. Like, if you light this candle and you pray to the Virgin, then you're gonna, you know, have a receive a windfall in the next year. Sure. Uh, so it's that. not that. It is a New Age bookstore. New Age bookstore. But this witch is a bad witch, not a good witch. She is definitely a bad witch. She is, in fact, a very specific witch. Oh. Uh, a witch from literature? Yes. Uh, the the Wicked Witch of the West? Uh, no, but the Wicked Witch of the West is involved in this scenario. Oh my goodness gracious! Is it, is there a, a cross-town, no, is there a bi-coastal rap feud between <laughs> the Wicked Witch of the East and the Wicked Witch of the West? That would be amazing. No. The Wicked Witch of the West and the Wicked Witch of the East are allies in this scenario. The Wicked, 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 Wicked Witch of the West. Uh, but there is a rivalry. Did you see that? Did you see what I did there? Yes, I did. Good work. Uh, between the good witches and the bad witches? Nope. Just between, between witches. Between the Crip witches and the blood witches? A blood witch. That sounds like something that you order at... Uh, a Klingon cafeteria? Yeah. Some kind of, like, very aggressive restaurant. Here's your sandwich, honey! Kaplah! Kaplah. I just love the idea of, like, a Klingon Kapla waitress. is the name, right? That wasn't the sound effect of somebody putting something down. It was the, the character's name, right? No, Kaplah is um, Klingon for victory. Is it actually... Are you telling me something real? Mm-hmm. Are you, that's t- like are you how telling you say, me real nerd facts? That's like how you say hello in Klingon. Victory. I think I think that's basically like uh, Klingon Mazel Tov. Sure. Yeah. Kaplah. 
Incidentally, Klingon Mazel Tov is the name of my Star Trek-themed bar mitzvah band. <laughs> Do you sing in Yiddish or Klingon or both? Both, of course. Okay. We alternate song to song. I just like the idea of like a really rough Klingon waitress still being really diner waitressy and being like, You want a little spray blood on your blood worms, honey? Yeah, totally. Kablach. Kablach. Oh, where so was I? you gotta figure so, out who we we have uh, we have a protagonist which mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, who I will just give you this hint may not be the only one involved in this scenario. Oh my goodness! Who is a specific witch, and you have to figure out which specific witch she is. Which witch? You have to figure out which witch is which. Are there multiple New Age bookstores on the same block? Yes, there are. Oh no! Mm-hmm. Is this like is this like you've got mail, but with witches? Uh, I've never seen you got mail. What's the plot of you've got mail? Are there rival bookstores? Sort of. Tom Hanks's character owns what is basically like a Borders or a Barnes and Noble, like a mega a mega bookstore, right? Conglomerate. Yeah, that's the exact scenario. And it's opening just around the corner from this cute little bookshore bookstore that Meg Ryan. That's Ryan's where Meg Ryan. Runs. Okay. Yeah. That is interesting to me that a movie that is ostensibly about email could also involve bookstores so heavily. Mm-hmm. Well, it's it's a remake of the shop around the corner, which is a similar conceit. Interesting. Okay, so yes, that's the exact scenario. Is it really? Yes. So there are Even two witches. Even though I have not seen this movie. Wow, wow. Do the witches fall in love? Uh, no, it doesn't work out for them. Oh, that's a shame. So, one witch, the richest witch, has, like, um, a cult and company. Like, this massive mega store. Yeah, a a Borders or Barnes & Noble-style New Age bookstore chain. Sure, sure. Uh, And then there's the little store. Yes. That's that's been there for years. So who owns the mega bookstore chain? You have already uh, the said the bad it. witch, I'm going to say. Everybody's bad witches. Oh, everyone's bad witches. Yeah, this and is And these are existing witches from fiction. Yep. 20th century fiction? Wh- which witch are we asking about? The rich witch. The rich witch. Uh the rich witch is from 20th century fiction, yes. 21st century fiction also? I mean, sure. Definitely shows up in 21st century fiction. So is she from the Harry Potter universe? No. Okay. Uh, Is the old witch a folkloric witch? Uh, no. Also from published fiction. Oh, interesting. Uh, And I would not say from published fiction. That would be kind of misleading. From mythology? Uh, no, not really from mythology. From your unpublished fan fiction? My witch fan fiction? Yeah. Wait, which witch fan fiction are we talking ah, about? God damn it, David. So there are two, I have so there many. Are two witches. Mm, there are two witches in play here, and I need to figure out both of them. There may be more witches, David. God fucking damn it, David. But don't worry, figuring out, uh, figuring out two of them will tell you who the other ones are. Are they space witches? Spitches? That sounds no. like an ethnic slur. 
Why, they, why are, did I say that? I don't know. Are they Bene Gesserit witches? Uh, no, they are not Bene Gesserit or Honored Matres or um, uh, Eldar. They have witches, right? Mm-hmm. That's what I was going to ask next. Nope. They're not Eldar. You have invoked your last hex, witch. That's my chainsword. Right. I'm a space. I'm a space bird. Yeah, you're cutting up the space elf. No, I'm about with to your chainsaw I'm, sword. Yeah. Yep. Nope, it's not space marines. All right. There's, it's not what? It's not space marines. For the emperor. Uh, and we're talking about like classic witch here, like yep. green skin, pointy hat, warty nose. For one of the witches, definitely. Though so it's a, it depends on the one portrayal. Of them, okay, but one of them is an Oz witch. Certainly, one of them is an Oz witch. Okay, is it the Wicked Witch? Which Wista, also witch? sounds like a pretty good sandwich. Oswich? Oswich. Yeah. You want to go get an Oswich? I would love to. What's in an Oswich? With Oz a couple witch? of Dunkin' Donuts munchkins alongside. Yeah. It's got. Um, it's full of munchkins and emeralds. Oh, no. It's a sandwich made of munchkins and emeralds. <laughs> I love that. And I hate it. You know how. You know those beets? Those stripy Kiagia beets that are. Uh, stripy white and red. Yeah, those are the ones they make uh, terra chips out of. Uh, you could do that, and some arugula. That could be the so the stripy beets can be the uh, wicked witch of the east socks. Well, here's right. here's my thought. Okay. Are we going for movie version sandwich, or do we want to go for the book? where there are four nations, each of whom is identified with a different color. Oh, that's true. I don't remember what color the quadlings are. Are they yellow? Mm, yellow sounds right. Let's find mm. out. Looks like munchkins are blue, winkies are yellow, quadlings are red, and gillikins are purple. Okay. So, we could have... Uh, we could have yellow cheese... We could have purple beets. Uh, we could have red roast beef. Okay. And we could have blue... Yeah, name a blue food. Uh, berries. Name a goddamn blue food. No. Blueberries. <laughs> blue cheese. Fine. That sounds... Wait, so what's the yellow? Like American cheese... Cheddar. Cheddar. Couldn't we just say that the yellow is like bread? What kind of bread are you eating? What kind of yellow? Golden, what kind of weird brown, yellow bread are you golden eating? Golden brown bread. It's gold. Gold is sort of like yellow. I don't know. The semantics of this have become complicated. What was the movie version going to be? Emerald City means like leafy greens. Um, the Wicked Witch of the East has stripy socks, so Kyagia beats. Uh, and then you, I don't know, have some poppy seed dressing for the field of poppies, and then serve it with some of those throw donut holes some called cotton munchkins. candy on there for the <laughs> good witch. And then a horse of a different color, which is to say, horse meat that has gone bad. Yep, delicious. We have just invented some brilliant sandwiches. When are we opening? Have we? Okay, we've invented no less than three sandwiches. Let's get back to this the episode. question at hand. Uh, one of the witches in this scenario, uh, I'll just cut to the chase here. 
the Wicked Witch of the West is the rich witch opening up the chain New Age occult bookstore. Okay. She has she she has a partnership and the other witch who is running the small uh, mom and pop New Age bookstore or Baba and Diaga bookstore? I like it. Uh, also has a partner or partners. Okay, so what am I supposed to figure out? So you still need to figure out who the uh, who the small bookstore owner is. And she is also a famous witch from literature. A very famous witch from very famous literature. What are things with witches? Is she from a fairy tale? Nope. She's not from a fairy tale. So she, is she from the 19th or 20th century? Uh, no, definitely not. Older than that? Decidedly older. Biblical witch? No, not that old. Uh, Roman times? No. Medieval witch? Mm, little newer. Little newer than medieval witch. Renaissance witch? Sure, Renaissance witch. Uh, based on a real person? Which is like Renaissance man. Sure. But with witchcraft. Sure, sure. Means you don't just practice thaumaturgy, you practice evocation, necromancy, illusions, divination, uh, arithmancy. I was actually about to say that. Were you really? Yes. Oh my god. Uh, so she's a Renaissance era witch? Yep. So. Uh, a historical witch? No. A historical personage? No, definitely not uh, historical. Morgana. Nope. Nimaway. No. Mad Madam Mim. Mm, I don't know who that is. Uh, she's from the uh, Sword and Stone. Oh, yes, of course. I do know who that is. Let's see. Um, and again, keep in mind that we have previously established uh, this person is anonymous. A- at least uh, in in her canonical incarnation. The Unknown Witch Soldier. That also sounds like an alternate history that I want to read, but no. Leonardo da Vinci's Divine Witch Mother. Wait, Leonardo da Vinci's mom was a witch? Yeah, he was born uh, to a virgin witch, uh, and she was sired. He was sired by the devil. Wow. That explains yeah. those batwing devices. Yeah. I, uh, okay, he was so trying to bad. restore his demon wings. Yeah. Wait, David, do I you mean Leonardo da Vinci? I do mean Leonardo da Vinci. I'm making a face. Oh, it's an excited it. face. It's none of those things. It's an anonymous witch. It is an unnamed witch. From Europe? From Europe. One of the witches behind the Black Death. Nope. But like a cauldron-stirrin, hat-wearin witch. Very much so. Emphasis on the cauldron-stirrin. Is she from Welsh mythology? Uh, no. She's not one of the Black Cauldron witch-type ladies. Nah. Close. I don't know, man, because, like, the origin of all that iconography comes from the denigration of, of like, female herbalists as a class, as a medieval profession. Sure. Because they were making, like, psychotropic potions for folk remedies in their cauldrons. Right, and having a great time. and Having a great time. Everybody was like, hmm, I don't know about this. This, right. this sounds like women are having fun. 
So well, having fun and and, and also and making money, being independent, and having agency. Yeah, right, and having agency as people. So we got to put the kibosh on that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, don't think of like the historical stuff. That's not going to help can't, you. I can't stop now. You know where the the pointed hat comes from? Uh, there was this one episode of the Fairly Odd Parents where it was mm-hmm. about the Salem witch trials, and everybody was walking around wearing pilgrim hats. And then towards the end of the episode, one character is revealed to be a witch and, like, puts their thumb in their mouth and blows and the top of their pilgrim hat goes up and becomes pointy and it turns into a witch hat. That's very cute. However, the uh, the historical uh, the historical witch's hat actually comes from the systematic uh, denigration of Muslims and Jews. Really? I did not know yeah, that. Yeah, they were forced to wear special peaked caps in uh, Christian nations. Uh, it was um, a pope in, like, the 1300s, I think, Pius... The, I don't forget. That is the origin of this thing called the Judenhut, the Jew's hat. Huh. Uh, and if you see in a lot of, like, 14th century and later um, depictions of Jews in art, you can see that they're wearing these hats that kind of look like coolie hats at first, and then get taller and taller and taller and taller. Interesting. Yeah. Man, these popes. These popes are all about hats. Hmm. Popes are all about hats. That's my analysis of popes. Okay, I get They're it. They're really Lucretia into hats. Borgia? No. Nodding to myself. Okay, so it's an anonymous witch who's got a cauldron. She's just An anonymous witch. witch with a cauldron from literature. Witch. She has associates. Witch and associates. Yes. But she's not from a fairy tale. Nope. Yeah, try to figure out uh, what the witch is from. What kind of literature? Poetry? No. Uh, oh, does she have multiple witch buddies? She does. Does she live in the great Burnham Wood? Why, yes. As a matter of fact, or at any rate, she's originally from there. Hmm. Uh, and and this cauldron, right? Do is it is it on? It it's on like Donkey Kong, dude. So the fire burns, and the cauldron is bubbling. I would definitely describe the fire as burning and the cauldron as bubbling. Would you say that twice? I would say it twice. In fact, so, I would say it double. Double, double. Toyland trouble. Fire, burning, cauldron, bubble. So, okay. So it's, it's not one witch, but three. The three witches from... Yes. What? The three witches from the Scottish play. The Scottish play! David, as we are board treaders, we mayn't say the name Macbeth. <gasps> well, my co-host is dead, seeing as he has said Macbeth. Oh, shit. Hello! Dave and Dave! Yes? Who is there? Who? What? It is I! Who's that? The magical spirit of resurrection! Oh, whew, good. Yes? I'm really glad you showed up. Yes, I am sure you are, as it is very important that you finish this stupid game. Do, do we have one-ups? Yeah, I will restore you to life now. Boop. Whoa. Oh. Okay. Boop. <laughs> Thanks, Spirit of Resurrection. You're welcome. Bye, boys. Thank you. Anyway, where were we? I don't know, but I think I can say Macbeth... Without fear of death now. 
Okay, day. we're immune now? Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> we, we never should have acted in anything. We should have mm -hmm. known better. Yeah. Okay, so yes, it's the three witches from Macbeth. Oh, thank goodness. So, so. those are just sort of the three... Um, the three faces of the immortal witch goddess Hecate, right? I mean, that's... Hecate? It's it's conjectured to be that. I don't think there's anything in the text that actually says that. Okay. Uh, and the witches are, as individuals, unnamed. But they're not Macbeth. necessarily like beauty, mother, and crone. I mean, that... They're traditionally all three old witches, right? Uh, I'm not sure what they are traditionally. Uh, I mean, the beauty mother and crone, or the, let, let's see, what is it? The the maiden, I think. Maiden, yeah. Maiden, maiden. mother and crone construction, I, I think, comes later. Or is something okay. that was, something that was earlier that was later reappropriated onto it. So that's not, like, in the text either. Okay. But it could be. For, you know, the purposes of our, our scenario. So. So. David. What was I thinking of? You were thinking of a crosstown rivalry between the Wicked Witch and the, of the West and Associates. And her store, Winky Dinks. Which is <laughs> a great big superstore sure. of witch goods. And meanwhile, just down the street... The three old witches from Macbeth uh, have operated their Baba Yaga and Company store for generations nigh untold. Are they doing a specific thing to each other, or did I get it? Uh, that's basically it. The big store is driving the little store out of business. Oh no, so sad. Yeah, it sucks. Well, do the three witches work together to hex the shit out of... Uh, uh, Winkies? Sure. Alright. What do they... What do they turn the Wicked Witch of the West into? I'm going to say... A frog. Sure. For the specific reason... That I've been playing a lot of Hearthstone. Oh my god. And there's a so card good. called Hex. Which yes. turns one of your uh, opponent's creatures into a frog. Pew pew! Though it could also be... A sheep... Because in the same game, if you're a mage, you get a card called Polymorph, <laughs> which turns one of your opponent's creatures into a sheep. And then uh, I guess the store close, the big store closes, and um, all the employees are fired, like Circuit yep. City. That's what happens. Like which Circuit City? That's uh, why Apple just completely disintegrated the moment that Steve Jobs passed away. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a magic fortress it's that falls the, apart the uh, moment that the, right, the bad guy Right, it's dies. a load-bearing boss. <laughs> you God, kill him trope. or her, their entire fortress falls apart because they are actually physically supporting it somehow. Yep. Yeah, Steve Jobs, load-bearing boss. <laughs> That's why there are no more Apple products. That is true. The Wicked Witch of the, uh, of the West, definitely a load-bearing boss. Mm. Right? Yeah, I think so. I mean, not in the novel or the movie or anything, but in the case of this bookstore, totally a load-bearing boss. Well, yeah, all of her employees are winky slaves. Exactly. So the moment she dies, they're emancipated, and they go off and start a winky business. 
Can we not use the phrase winky business again? <laughs> no. Winky business. Ugh. I don't like it. Winky business. I don't like it. All right. Let's go over to the scoratorium, David. Woo! Uh, let's see here. We gotta add some stuff to the scoratorium for this round. <laughs> I have newt, toe of yep. frog, little sure. bat, sure. hung dog, mm. adder's fork, and blind worm sting. Ooh, so much. Lizard's leg, an owlet's wing, and... Here we go, here's your score. Mm. David, yeah. you got that 20 questions Tuesday in 12 questions. Oh, Whew. I thought it went on longer than that. I'm, I know, I can you believe it was that few questions? My God, I'm amazing. Yeah, you're really good at asking questions. Thanks, dude. And that's how you play 20, 20 Questions, questions Tuesday. Tuesday. Rate and review the podcast on iTunes and Stitcher, like us on Facebook, and follow our Tumblr at 20questionstuesday.tumblr.com. Our theme song is Blood Meridian by Curlew, licensed under Creative Commons 3.0 license. The music you heard under the show this week was by Monk Turner, also licensed under a Creative Commons license. If you want us to use your music, message us on Facebook or Tumblr. Up next, stay tuned for Spartacus 2, Corpse Disposal Unit. I'm David Reinstrom. And I'm David Brunel Brutman. Good night. Good night.